0: good morning good morning thank you for tuning in to a Chef's perspective i'm your host and chef ad1 and on today's Chef perspective show we're going to be discussing the values of dining in versus dining out and while we're on that subject we're going to be talking to you about the rising prices of food going on in the world today and also we're going to be talking about the future of dining all coming up today on a chef's perspective Adrian. Dude, uh, what day is today? Uh, Thursday. Yeah, yeah, it's just your turn to make dinner. Oh. What? Yeah, and hurry up, I'm hungry. You know I hate cooking. Shh, this is my favorite part. I've never done this before. You're burning my kitchen. My kitchen is burning. I told you I hate cooking. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, 81, a Shelf Perspective, and we're about to get into it now. I know a lot of you out there like to go out and eat and I know a lot of you like out there like to um, dine at home. Well, when you go out to eat, when you go out to a fine dining establishment, whether it be a fast food restaurant or whether it be a, a buffet or a snack bar or a casual fine dining restaurant, there are some factors that you might wanna take in consideration before you make these choices or these decisions for going out to um, eat. First of all, you wanna think about um, When you go into somebody's establishment, you want to take a look around and, you know, see the atmosphere of the restaurant, you know, see the atmosphere of the establishment in which you're dining in. You also want to be sure that you check the employees. The food servers and the people that are operating the place make sure um, that they're on their job and doing their jobs, you know, checking their mannerisms and all that stuff. You want to pay um, attention to um, when you first walk into the door, is the uh, hostess or the host greeting you right away and all that uh, whatnot. And so when you go sit down at the table, when they finally take you to your table and they bring you a menu and you open up the menu your first expectations is that you want to find something that you're familiar with eating. You know something that you probably have had before, or maybe you've heard about this particular restaurant, and you know that they have something particular on the restaurant on the menu that you may like. Um, so, say for instance, if you, you go to pick up um, uh, pick out a Philly Meon steak, well, we when, when you look at it at the menu and you look at the price, you might say to yourself, "Whoa, you know this steak is going to cost me forty two bucks." Okay, and then you want to think about, what am I going to get for this 42 bucks? Okay, so you order the steak, and you order the steak to your uh, specification. You know, maybe some people like it mid-rare, some people like it well-done, some people like a little in-between medium and mid-well, however the case may be. Okay, you order your, you order your salad, you order your appetizer, you order your entree, you order your drink, your beverages, or whatever. Okay. The server puts your order in. Your order goes into the kitchen. It comes back out of the kitchen. They put the food down on your table, and you look at it, and you go, wow, am I paying $42 for this? Man, what am I getting for $42, you might think. So this is the point that I'm getting at. Okay, when you go out into an establishment to eat, you're not only paying for the food. You're also paying for grunt, grunt, gruntunity. Um, the tip, you're also paying for the service. You're also paying for the electricity in the building. And you may be even pay- be paying for the name of the establishment. If it just so happened to be one of these celebrity chefs, you know, one of these go-to chefs that you see on TV, they I like to include their name into the price of their food. So you get this six-ounce steak or a seven-ounce steak, and, you know, it looks appealing. And then you might have, like, maybe a little dab of sauce to go with it. Or you may have a little um, side um, entree to go with it. Uh, maybe it may be some vegetables or a little rice pilaf or maybe uh, garlic smashed potatoes or something to make their case. Okay, when you take all this in consideration and you enjoy your meal, you sit back and you wonder, is this really worth my money? Well, I'm going to give you guys the pros and cons to that. Okay, a lot of restaurants jack the food uh, prices up when they when people come into their establishments to eat. And that's how they make their overhead. That's how they make their food costs. That's how um, they um, get the most out of their buck, I should say. You can take the same steak for and, and, or you, know, you can take the same price of the meal and go to a local grocery store and buy the same specific items and possibly eat the same meal maybe two or three times in one week or two or three times in a month for the same exact price that you paid for when you went out to the restaurant. I'm not saying that going out to dining out, out to restaurants and dining is bad, but you know, if you in today's economy, you know, when food is um at an all-time high and prices of food keeps going up and up and up, and we're going to be talking about that in a few minutes, you know, you want to you know be more considerate about you know, spending your money on things that you could probably prepare for yourself. Nowadays, you can go on the internet and Google anything. You know, if you don't know how to cook, you can go on the internet and Google ways to prepare things or how to prepare food or even cooking lessons and cooking classes is all on the internet. I mean, the Food uh, Network has classes and shows that they teach people how to cook and, you know, YouTube has tutorial um, illustrations and videos to teach people how to cook. You know, so in a sense, when you're going out to these restaurants, you're paying this excess amount for the food that you want to eat, along with all the other things that, the um, that's combined with the price of the food that you're buying, you want to take in consideration, is this really worth my money? You know, this, the audience of the restaurant might be nice, the atmosphere may be nice, but you can set the same audience and atmosphere in your comforts of your own home, you know, um, the, as far as the food and the steak and the vegetables or whatever the appetizer may be, I mean, you don't have to be a wiz kid to know how to cook. I mean, like I said, you know, getting go on internet and Google any kind of recipe and the, uh, description of the recipe and the, the procedures of how to make the recipe or cook the recipe. You know, you can go line and do that. You know, and, um, and the point I'm trying to get across, get across is when you're going out to eat at these restaurants, you know, um... You want to get the most value out of your money, you know, because a lot of times you can just spend the same exact money um, in a grocery store at home and probably have a better time at home, a better um, experience at home dining in your own house. You know, I mean, a lot of people go out to eat because they don't know how to cook or they don't have time to cook. But, you know, make time for yourself. You know, if you want something good to eat or if you want to have a enjoyable meal or a pleasurable meal, or better yet, if you want to impress a loved one or a special, significant other, why not cook for them at home? You know, why go out to a dining room, I mean, to a uh, fancy restaurant and spend all these excess amount of money uh, on food that might not even fill you up? We're going to take a short break on the show I got to get some of these people up out of my kitchen, you know what I'm saying? And then when we come back on the show, we're going to be talking about food prices. You know, uh, this goes hand in hand, you know, when you're going out to eat, you know. Um, if you consider some of these food prices going up in the world today, you might not want to go out and eat so much. You might want to consider eating at home or start your own garden. Well, anyway, um, I'm Chef 81, and I'll be back with you in a minute as soon as I get these people up out of my kitchen here on The Chef's Perspective. <laughs> with my dino. Someone in the kitchen I know Someone's in the kitchen with my dino. Come and get it! Mmm, mmm, what's cooking? I get to lick the pot I get to lick the pot What's for lunch tomorrow? Next! Chicken next! How are they, Ralph? Good? They taste like burning! Every time I come in the kitchen you in the kitchen, in the goddamn refrigerator, eating up all the food, all the chicken, all the pig feet. You ate my dinner, my mashed potatoes, they Had a good old gravy I like, and biscuits I could sop that gravy in. You ate all of that. I heard your dad went into a restaurant and ate everything in the restaurant, and they had to close the restaurant. He's going to smell like hot dogs. Daddy, when I grow up, I want to be just like you. Better start eating, kid. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, 81, a Shelf Perspective. You know, um... As- the pros and cons of dining out in a restaurant as a, um, as a versus to dining out, dining in in your home, you know, and the the money that you can save by dining in in your home. Um, right now, we're going to get into talking about the prices of food. I mean, if you go out and eat at a, in a restaurant, you're not really thinking about the prices of the food, you know, but the restaurant is, you know, that's why they charge you so much for the food that you're going to buy. You know, um, today... I mean, people might not realize it, but the prices of food are at an all-time high. I mean, prices are rising for a range of food staples, you know, from meat and pork to fruits to vegetables. You know, it's just squeezing the customer's um, consumer, you know, just struggling us, you know. Um, it's it's like crazy, you know. I mean, you go to the store nine days, and, you know, I remember back in the days when $100 used to fill up um, two shopping carts full of groceries. Now... Nowadays, you're going to a grocery store, no matter where you go to the grocery store at, you know, $100 barely gives you 10 bags to fill in a grocery store. I mean, you look at some of these food prices. I remember back in the days um, when my mom would send us to the store for a loaf of bread and milk and butter and stuff like that. I remember a loaf of Wonder Bread costing, and then this, I'm talking in the 70s. I remember a loaf of Wonder Bread costing 70 cents, or maybe it was even 55 cents, you know, and... A whole pound of butter costing $1.25. Today, you go into a grocery store, whether it be your local grocery store or want to be one of these hyped up fast food chain, I mean, big chain grocery stores, and you take a look at some of the food prices and they make you want to pass out. I mean, bread nowadays, anywhere from $2.69 to $4. And we're talking bread. You know, you, you, you I remember back in the days when a gallon of milk will cost you a dollar sixty nine or maybe a dollar twenty nine. Nowadays a gallon of milk will cost you anywhere from two sixty nine to maybe three eighty nine. You know, and you say to yourself, What is going on? You know, why is food going up and uh why is prices continue to rise on food, you know? Um and I'm gonna tell you why. It's because of the um, the agriculture uh, d- um, differences and the difficulties that the farmers are having, you know, with um, producing the food for us, you know, as whether it be meats or produce or crops or fresh veggies, you know. And then um, also, you know, you have to take in the rising prices of gas and, um, and um, transportation, you know, and uh, handling and packaging the food, you know, all these things are taken into consideration when you're looking at um food prices going up. I remember, also remember back in the days when you can go to the store and buy a package of chicken breasts for maybe four or five bucks. Nine days, a pack of chicken breasts will cost you approximately maybe, um, I don't know, anywhere from four or five bucks a pound. You know, I mean, it's just... The overinflation remains, you know, as far as gasoline and energy costs, you know, all these things just make the food go up, you know, I mean, the food prices go up. I mean, droughts are usually cold weather and rising exports and viruses, outbreaks, you know, um, all pollution are among, you know, some of the uh, food inflation um, causes, you know, that makes food go up these days. I mean if we take into consideration beef, beef has an uh, average retail cost of fresh ground beef, has an average retail cost of maybe $5.28 a pound. That's up from, you know, $5.04 a pound a few years back. You know, you take into consideration um, pork. Pork was, you know, back in the days, it was set at maybe um, $2.97 a pound. Nowadays, Pork is up to $4, I mean, $3.70 cents, seventy uh, cents a pound. And I talked about this earlier, you know, milk, you know, dairy products. You know, back in the days, you know, dairy was a little bit cheaper. You know, an average price for a gallon of milk nowadays would cost you $3.56. Now, I go to the store a couple of times, you know, and the way some of these stores market these things to get you to buy them or to get you— to purchase them they like to set up other little you know um um things for you to target in the store when you go into the store for say for instance i've gone to the store um um several times on several occasions and i love cereal you know i'm a chef you know but i don't eat at home you know um because i have nobody to cook for one for once and then it's kind of virtually impossible to cook for one person so when i'm at home I like to enjoy a nice good sandwich from chips and maybe a Powerade or some juice or a bowl of cereal. You know, I can eat cereal 24 hours a day. I don't care what nobody say, although it may be sweet, some cereal, cereal is good food. And you heard it from me, Chef 81 cereal was good food. Now, um, some of the gimmicks that these supermarkets use to get you to to purchase um, high quantities of food is, for instance, um, they'll put cereal on sale buy five boxes for ten bucks. So you take in um in consideration that the normal price of the um boxes of cereal separately may be anywhere from two dollars and fifty cents to maybe three dollars or three dollars and twenty five cents. So you look at your look at, at the deal that you're getting, um okay if I buy five boxes of cereal at for ten bucks, that means I'm getting each box of cereal for uh two dollars a piece. But now then Here's the catch. Okay, you go to the store, and you buy the five boxes of cereal, and you say, okay, I got all this cereal. I'm gonna need a gallon of milk, and here we go. You know, go to the um, dairy section, and you're looking at the milk. You know you need a gallon of milk for all these boxes of cereal. So you reach in, you grab your favorite um, milk product, and it's gonna cost you anywhere from 269 to 350, as I said before, and you take it, you put it in your card, and you go to the register. You know, you ring up the cereal and you get the cereal all rung up and then you ring up the milk and then you come to realize, ta-da, the milk is free. Now, that's not a bad thing. You know, you already spent $10 on cereal. You don't want to spend another $4 on milk. So a lot of stores use these gimmicks to get you to buy more purchases in the store, buy mass quantities of things. Um, A lot of stores also sell things in bulk packaging, which also helps you save money. I mean, nowadays, I mean, with the economy going and the way food continues to going up, you need to be smart about um, when you're going out shopping and when you're going out buying food. I mean, you don't want to overextend yourself while you're in the grocery store. I mean, I, it looks kind of bad when, you know, when you go to the grocery store and you you put everything on the counter and you come to realize that you ain't got enough money once they ring everything up. I mean, that can pretty much just smack you right in the face, you know. I mean, it doesn't look good. You know, overall co- consumer prices have rose about 2% in March and they continue to rise, you know, rapidly in the recent months, you know, with an annual inflation of 1.5%. Is up from 1.1 percent in February. Um, some some of these things that you um, that you go purchase for that you uh, purchase in the stores that are on a high rise are some of the things um, that you know that you uh, want to keep in your house on a uh, on a, on a regular basis. You know, I mean, a lot of people like to eat meat, and you know, a lot of people like to eat dairy and fruits and vegetables and um, Right here, uh, you know, I'm going to give you guys um, a list of the top five things that are rising in the food industry um, today and then rising fast. Starting out with number five, peanut butter. Peanut butter nowadays is at a price at $2.71 a pound. I remember back in the days when you can buy um, a 16-ounce jar of peanut butter for 69 cents. And, you know, you had enough money left over to get the jelly and the bread. Remember, I talked about the bread being 65 cents back in the days. Another one of those things, number four, um, is coffee. Now, this is, everybody knows that coffee can be really expensive. And nowadays, coffee coffee will cost you an actual uh, $5 a pound for maybe a 32-ounce can of ground coffee grounds. If you go out to a coffee shop, Um, to one of your local coffee shops, whether it be Coffee Bean or uh, Java Joe's or whatever the case may be, a cup of coffee, one cup, one bente large coffee will cost you $5. And you take this in consideration. That is what I was talking about before. You know, why would you want to go spend $5 for a cup of coffee where you can go to the grocery store and spend $5 for a can of coffee? See the difference in that? The third thing is um, going up is oranges. Yes, oranges today are priced at $1. 20, uh, one cent a pound. I remember back in the days when you can buy a five pound bag of oranges for 69 cents. And that's a bag of maybe 29 oranges, you know. Second on the list, um, I, I mentioned it earlier, ground beef. And, and not just only ground beef, all meat products Chicken, beef, pork, turkey, especially turkey and uh, beef are all on the rise. Today's um, uh, price for beef is at $4.13 a pound. And while we're still on the subject of meat, the number one high-ranking um, food item is that's rising in the world today. And believe it or not, you're not going to believe this when I say it, bacon. Bacon today will cost you $5.55 a pound. That's unbelievable. I remember back in the days, back in the days where you can go get a pound of bacon for $2, you know. Since time has progressed, you can see that it's going up virtually um, $3.55, you know. And bacon's not the only thing that's on the rise. I mean, breakfast nowadays, <sighs> I remember getting breakfast would cost you Anywhere from $1.99 to $5, and that's a an complete breakfast. You're talking scrambled eggs, toast, you know, juice, you know, hash brown, sausage, or whatever meat they may put on there for 5 bucks. Nowadays, breakfast will cost you almost 20 bucks if you want to eat a good breakfast, or it depends on what you want to eat for breakfast. If Take your traditional breakfast. You got eggs, you got um, toast, you got sausage, you got potatoes, you got orange juice. All these specific food items are rapidly rising in um, in food costs in the world today. You got eggs up 5.7 percent. You got tomatoes up 6.9 percent. You got breakfast sausage up 8.9 percent. What is the deal with pigs? Bacon at $5. 5.55 a pound. Breakfast sausage rising at 8.9 percent a pound. That's ridiculous, you know? And then you got potatoes at 6.9% on the rise. And then, like I said, oranges and orange juice. Orange juice is probably capping out at the highest rise increase at 12.2% on the rise. You know, I'm a chef and I love food, you know, but I don't like paying for food. I don't like being outrageous prices for food, you know? And if there's any way that we can get around that, you know, I think I'll just go out and plant my own garden. We're gonna take a short break. We're gonna pay some bills, and then we're gonna come back. You know, and uh, we're gonna talk about um, the future of food, um, dining, and delivery. You know, and stuff like that. Um, I was just the other day. Um, I had no idea that Burger King had started delivering food. But anyway, when we come back, we're gonna to touch base on that. I mean, we're gonna to touch base on that. I'm kind of hard. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, I'm 81. Listening into the chef's perspective here, and We're talking about food and rising food prices and the quality of food here on Chefs Perspective. There are big changes going on in Butcher's River Rock Cafe in Oakland Mills. Like what, you see? Well, there's a new menu. Tender lines are always going to be king. But there are some new contenders like fried oysters, chicken tortellini salad, pork burgers, coconut shrimp, and salmon. Like the new Salmon Club, Salmon Salad, and Salmon with Holidays. Butch's is open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The patio officially opens April 1st. Sunday hours will be then from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Butch's River Rock Cafe, big changes, still delicious food. And we're back. You've been listening to eighty one. Your host and chef, Chef's uh, Chef's Perspective here. And today on the show, we've been talking about dining in versus dining out, and how you can uh, save a hell of a lot more money if you dine in in your own house. You know, like I said, you know, you might not know how to cook, but as I said, you know, you can go on the internet and or you know, and Google um, recipes and procedures and. Preparations on how to prepare good food for your loved ones and yourself at home, as opposed to going out to the dining um, dining establishments across the city and across the town and spending all this outrageous money for simple food. You know, uh, I've touched base on the rising um, cost of food um, in the world today and why it's going up, and um, also some of the the most important um, or some of the some of the higher things that are rising up um, in food prices today, and um, Right now, we're going to talk about food service, you know, the future of food. Um, I was at a Burger King, you know. Um, I don't eat a lot of fast food, but, you know, every time, every now and then, you know, when I'm feeling lazy and I don't want to eat, you know, I'll grab something from Burger King or whatever the case may be or a fast food restaurant, something simple, but you're not, and that's a full-pledge meal. Well, a couple nights ago, you know, I was at a Burger King, and I realized in their to-go window they had a sticker, We Now Deliver. And I'm thinking to myself, What? You know? automatically, thoughts are racing through my mind. Burger King delivering? I mean, okay, everyone knows that fast food restaurants is not the best quality of food to go out and eat. And nor do they have the best service, or sometimes not even the best establishments to even dine in. But now, when you take in consideration of a fast food restaurant delivering to your house, I mean, come on now. I mean, First of all, the quality of a food is not that great in a fast food um, fast food establishment. So, if you take it upon yourself to order food out from one of these establishments, and the you know, they bring in, they deliver it to your house. You know, you have to take in consideration, you know, is the is the food going to be hot when it gets to my house? Is it going to be cold or is it going to be soggy? Was it prepared fresh, you know, before it left the restaurant? Or, you know, um, how long is it going to take, you know, for the food to get to my house? You know, and all these things, you know you You know you take into consideration, and then you wonder, is it even worth me going through that? you know, putting myself in there in that situation and just buzz killing my whole you know hunger um games or hunger effect here you know by ordering something you know that's gonna be delivered to your health I mean there are some um restaurants and food chains out there that capitalize on um dining uh, on delivery. Uh, Say, for instance, like pizza, you know, pizza joints. You know, pizza joints are synonymous, you know, for delivering a hot, fresh pizza to your house. You know, they can't make it up ahead of time, you know, because first of all, they don't know what you want on it. You know, so... When you call up a pizza joint, you know, and you like, hey, you know, up hey, with a large extra this, bam, 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 you know, and they throw it all together, they're going to cook that pizza the minute they hang up that phone. And then, you know, they're going to give themselves a little bit of time to drive through traffic, whether it be across town or a couple of miles away from your house to get it to your house. Normally, in most cases, when they, you, they knock on the door, you know, pizza or Domino's or whoever it may be, got your pizza here, you know, you grab the pizza out of hand and the, the pizza box is piping hot. And so you got to... Say to yourself, Oh yeah, I love that. You know, you gotta love that. You know, your pizza's coming out nice and hot. You know, um, Chinese restaurants are another um food chain that are big on delivery. You know, delivering food to your house. You know, most of the times, you know, you order Chinese takeout and it gets to your house. And the Chinese food is um nice and warm and, you know, and still hot, you know, it's been prepared fresh, you know. Um as you ordered it, you because, know, well, a lot of time restaurants and sandwiches like that have the food in steam tables, but um, they change the food out periodically according to the um, the food codes for holding food, you know, the uh, FDA standards uh, for holding food, hot and stuff, you know, and but normally when the food gets to your house, it's hot. So now, you're getting, going back to a fast food restaurant delivering food to you now, there's been several occasions where I've ordered in a fast food restaurant inside the building and the food wasn't all that. The fries cooked a couple hours earlier or maybe, you know, fries that were cooked a while ahead of over there, kind of soggy, kind of stale. Um, the burger patties or the chicken patty or whatever, fish patty is not um, heated properly or it's not up to temperature where it should be. You can pretty much tell that it was sitting around or whatever the case may be, or in a holding bin, you know, or the bun may be still and cold. Well, in any case, you know, um, the food, when you um, go into a fast food restaurant, one of these burger joints, the food is pretty much, they're waiting on you. You know, a lot of, um, say that they cook it fresh, like Wendy's is one is one say that we don't cook it until you order it. That's, um only a partial truth, you know, because I worked in the Wendy's, you know, you know, yeah, I had to step into that realm and worked in the Wendy's once before. And that's not basically true, you know. Um, I know for a fact that places like McDonald's and Burger King's don't prepare the food as you order it. The burgers are sitting in a heating bin. So you take into consideration you got this part-cooked food that's not cooked fresh that they're gonna wrap up and throw in a bag, throw in a, jump in a car and drive someone our miles across town to bring to you to your house to eat. Okay. Once it gets to your house, you know you're all hungry and you're ready to eat. Is this really gonna be worth the money that I spent for it? You know, is my burger hot? You know, are my fries fresh? You know, is my um, shake still frozen or is it turned to? Uh, sweet milk or cream whatever how they make the shakes is it all melted down you know is my drink still um cold or is it iced down because the uh and watered down because the ice is melted in it you know all these things you got to take in consideration when you um dealing with when you're dining out with food and um basically when you're ordering food out or ordering food in i mean for the life of me i mean i don't i don't see this as a good take you know fast food restaurants delivering food to your house. You know, I mean, I don't know, maybe I might look into that a little um, bit further and we can discuss it more on the next chef's perspective. But at this point in time, it's not a good take for me. And um, as a little advice to everyone out there that loves food, I'm Chef 81 on the chef's perspective, and my advice to you would be is to cook at home, learn how to cook at home, pick up some cooking books, you know, get on some food shows and learn how to prepare food at, at home. If you got the money and the finances, start your own farm, you know, um, your own garden. You know, if you got the money, you know, get your own herd of cows and pigs and stuff, you know. And that way you cut out all the excess preservatives and all that stuff that they're putting in the food and all that stuff, you know. And you're getting good quality food because you know exactly where the, food, where the food is coming from. So um, I'm going to leave you guys with that. And uh, make sure you tune in next week, you know, for more food talk here on The Chef's Perspective. Um, Next week, we're going to be talking about baking bread here on The Chef's Perspective. So make sure you tune in for that. I'm 81, and thank you for tuning in for The Chef's Perspective.